Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're back. Yes, we are. Just the two of us, though. <laughs> just you and me, myself and I. Yeah. Yep. That's just the four of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, George, uh, Uber has halted all self-driving vehicles in its fleet after a woman uh, in mm-hmm. Arizona died after being hit Sunday night. Uber? Uber had was testing their vehicles in Arizona. Uh, she died after being hit Sunday night. Uh, Elaine Herzberg, 49 years old, was walking her bicycle across was, a was, four- was there anybody in the car? Uh, yes, there was a backup safety driver, and apparently he did not. that worries me with, with AI? Maybe it could, like, t- talk to the car and, like, just send it on his killing spree? <laughs> you don't think about that shit? Seriously? I hadn't taken it to that what if, level. What I mean, why not drones? The whole fleet just drones. Went, went, like, headhunting, just going after people. <laughs> they got fucking those, those cameras on the dashes, right? It's all on the computer, man. It's true. It wouldn't be that hard for the... To figure it. actually, I'm sure with machine guns and lasers. Now they know I know about it. I'm in trouble. <laughs> you heard it here first, as usual. The FTW, a scoop, a scoop. Uh, so Elaine Herzberg was struck at 40 miles per hour on a four lane street and died at the hospital. Short while later, the Volvo XC90 SUV was operated with software not of Volvo's manufacturer. So, um, just last week, Uber and Waymo urged Congress to pass sweeping legislation to speed introduction of self-driving vehicles how about that one huh yeah how about that i'm sorry i wasn't paying attention what'd you say out <laughs> <laughs> of boy george <laughs> yeah, you didn't do that ai thing i was thinking about it's like being here alone sometimes honestly i don't know but if you seriously think about it all these electric cars are coming out they're all computer driven they all got wi-fi it could easily hack into those things and like fuck somebody up it's, you could send all kinds of fucked up shit from Amazon to your house. You're back fucking, on the whole... Uh, you do all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> uh, well, in the meantime, back in reality, George... Uh, yeah, keep it up, little man. It is an issue that's being brought in front of Congress, because we do need to address this, because, I mean, what's if it starts knocking people off motorcycles or, you know, pedestrians, or you just got nailed, right? Maybe they should give them the, the bike lane. The bike lane. We yeah. Just Uber and uh, drone cars only? Yeah. Yeah, it seems fair. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, hey, the bicycles aren't paying for that fucking that lane. They don't deserve it. No, I agree with you there. They're, they, would, they're a special breed right so there. so much easier. All those lanes could now become like pickup lanes, and you wouldn't have to worry about it because you know Uber would be over there like picking people up. Yeah. Done deal. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Back to music. <laughs> Holy hey, there's shit. a big fire uh, in North Beach, right? This weekend, um, that got that got all the news. In Soma, they had a fire, and a man was found dead in an adult bookstore. Uh, fucking strange, right? And the owners of the place are like, "We well, don't know how he got there." What? Kind of weird. They found a dead body in a small fire. Like, there's a big North Beach fire this week. Are you aware of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fire department's getting a bunch of crap for their response to it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They had a smaller fire over on, I think it was 111 6th Street. So it's that first block between Mission and Howard. No, second one. That whole block of 6th Street is... That whole whole corridor is just crazy. Fun. I think people are even worse there than they are on the Tenderloin. It's like you, you get kicked out of the Tenderloin and you go to 6th Street. Dude, it is weird, <laughs> sketchy. It doesn't though. smell as it's, bad as the Tenderloin, though. Yeah, very, very exciting stuff down there. Uh, so what <laughs> else you got, George? Speaking of explosions. <laughs> <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> I got fuck all, dude. I've been working, man. 
Uh, we're not talking about work, so there you go. Gotcha. Oh, I cooked, uh, wait, but you the, talked to one of the guys for the, that, for the union meeting. I cooked all that fucking meat. That was cool. I did oh, that yes, last you week. did. I did have some of that. Two hundred pounds good. of corned beef and slathered it with a mustard sauce. It was delicious. Ooh, I, I'm a little backed up, man. I ate too much meat. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't bring any tonight. If anybody's got a solution, please uh, call in. Talk yogurt. To, talk to Steve. Yogurt. Eat healthy. He's yeah. the only one that At number 415-550-0511. Tell Steve what I need to do. He's the only one that can comfort me. <laughs> it can hold your hand, George. Whatever. Mm, I especially enjoyed that one. Let's see what's next.
Hey. There you go. Hey, I'm back. Hey. <laughs> Somehow my mic got all the way on the other side of the room, dude. That was crazy. Wow. What I didn't a turn night. on the wrong one. <laughs> so that was uh, Corrosion of Conformity, uh, King of Rot. King of Rot. What's that sound? You hear it? There is background music going. <clears throat> there, you killed it. Huh. That's weird. Way to go, George. That wasn't you, was it? No, I have nothing going on. <laughs> oh, slap you. No sound. <laughs> yeah, it's great to see you, too. Jesus. <laughs> well, you got to realize. You, fire. You might not remember seeing me at the at the parade, but I saw you. <laughs> I remember only fond memories. <laughs> Dude, you were so hammered. I was hammered. I dipped into the whiskey early. That was the dangerous oh. part. But I managed to have a good time. It all worked out really well. Found some really fun people to run with. For yeah. Time. What time did you cut out at? Uh. Uh, what the parade? I think it started around noon, and we were done by two, two thirty. What? No. What time did you start drinking? And what time did you go? Home? Oh, what time did I start drinking? I got down there probably about ten, and uh, yeah, a few beverages. Then that's a good time, right? You, know? you didn't drink before you left the house. No. No, I had to dye the green, the beard, and that was enough of a dye. Half high. Yes. Dye. They have the spray paint shit that I picked up at the store last year, and uh, I used it again. And wow, it was just like the huffing high I got last year from the shit. It was fucking <laughs> wicked in the bathroom. I was afraid to turn on the fan; it's gonna blow up, you know. But yeah, anyway, it all worked. I, I, I out. get it, dude. <laughs> no, usually when I do my beard, it's like I bleach my beard, and like you got that fucking ammonia shit right right above your lip. It's, it's hard not to breathe it. Uh, so I usually get like straws and I like, keep my mouth shut. Uh, and, I put, <laughs> and I try to plug my nose or something. You know, if it's only like, we had oh, a dude, camera. It's like smelling salts. You're awake. <laughs> I bet you are. That sucks. It's fucking rough, dude. Uh, that's brutal. Yeah, no matter how you do that, you get some up your nose. Yeah, uh, and then when when it starts burning, you gotta wait ten more minutes, and then, then you rinse it off. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's a little too much dedication for me. I'll stick with the spray paint or whatever it was. And yeah, that's why last the the last day. few years I I didn't shave it off like the next day or anything. I kept it for like a couple of weeks. People were like, when are you gonna shave that off? And it's like, well, I burned my skin underneath the thing, so I don't want to like expose like scabs on my face and shit. <laughs> good cover, uh, actually. That's pretty good. I like that one. I've never told right? anyone that. <laughs> That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was something. I'll tell you what. Uh, George, live in the moment. Ah, why not? Fuck it. You know? Yeah, yeah it is what it is. You know, also I live about, the moment. I wonder if you can donate your fucking beard hair to fucking wigs for kids. Uh, if it's like wow. over eight inches long, <laughs> like if you're ZZ Top you, and you like trim it, will it? The surprising thing is you probably wouldn't be the first to ask, you know, if you think about it, right? Get a big flowing yeah. beard. It looks Maybe like you a shouldn't ask. Or something, Maybe you know? it's one of those things. Don't, <laughs> I think don't you should ask. Don't ask for permission. Your idea. Your for, yeah, just show up with a beard. Beard in a bag. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission or something like that, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's messed up. This man. has gone askew. This has gone askew. It you know who didn't go askew me. was Bubba Blackwell. Who? Bubba Blackwell kicked off the Daytona TT. Do you mind if we jump in the race report a little bit earlier? I'd like to hear some of it, man, because from what I understand, it was it's been a busy week. Oh, it was a huge week. It was Daytona was, Bike Week. We had I was so busy working and cooking. And I don't re I don't even know, man. Uh, it went down. It went down. <laughs> Daytona TT happened uh, Thursday night, and uh, but first we had Bubba Blackwell uh, jumping fourteen or so cars. Uh, Bubba's bike of choice was 
Harley XR750, the old flat tracker. Um, it was cars or buses? It was supposed to be GMC Canyon. That's it right. Turned it turned out to be, be like cars. one nineteen seventy four Chevy S10 and like a couple I mean, they line them cars out of the parking, side, like right? Acura's Beamers. And it was like, what the fuck is this? I said it was pickup trucks. They anyway, line them up side to side, not end to end. Right? The good so. news is he did make the jump. He landed it and uh, went on to announce the race. And it's all a very happy story. I think he's going to be mayor next year. It's, it's really working out well for huh. Uh It worked is out well for the race winners. Is it factory oh, Harley? Uh, I don't know. I don't. They don't have XR 750s anymore. Did they put an Did they put an XR 750 engine in a fucking in a Yamaha frame and fucking? I'm sure they did, George. I'm gonna guess no know. on that one, but you never know. But to jump it with a street bike, dude, it's like ow. Oh, dude, he that's evil Knievel kind of shit. You that's know, even evil is. Knievel's kid, Robbie Knievel, when he did jumps in the what, 80s and 90s, he used like a KX250 or something like dude, that. Dude, you know, today speaking of that, on YouTube, I found a clip of fucking the bullet chase scene. Is that the best or what? Dude, <laughs> freaking phenomenal. That man. That's a good time. Yeah, he did the crazy jumping shit, dude. He did do a lot of the stunts. He wasn't supposed to, and he like snuck in there and did it. Yes, he did. But, you know... Uh, uh, sorry, to, sorry to take away from your report. No, no worries. I'm happy to jump in. And continue. Cut continue. You. Jared Meese. Scritchy's uh, in the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're special, aren't you? Jared Meese began his 2017 championship defense by holding off teammate Brad Baker early in the race and then holding off a late-charging uh, J.D. Beach. J.D. What? Beach is a Moto America road racer, but oh, he also right does on. some flat tracking. So uh, he Brad, gave him a run for the money out Brad there. It's pretty cool. Brad Baker, uh, was that the guy that was on chips that was like from the race scene and like I think that was being like somebody's little brother like John's little brother <laughs> no way John Baker's brother was a road racer or stunt racer John John and Punch yeah, that's an episode I missed because I remember John it's not just an episode dude he became a regular he was like what of, he was he became a fucking CHP officer oh Jesus oh yeah wow boy I missed the later it was the later years, years yeah <laughs> that's when that, well that's around when Dukes of Hazard came out so nobody's watching fucking yeah I, there's a shift of demographics <laughs> Uh, your buddy Baker there would uh, claim fifth position, and J.D. Beach would settle for second, which is not bad for a guy that just gets out races once in a while. Uh, Cowie rider Henry Wiles charged from sixth place to end up third to complete the podium. K KTM mounted Dan Bromley survived a couple of close calls to win the singles race. Jesse Janich will go with uh, took second with Shane Navarro third. <laughs> Jesse Janich, Janich dude, I'm <laughs> some of these names you've tried to spell this shit. Uh, anyway, they roll on to Woodstock, Georgia to the Dixie Speedway for April 7th uh, for the next AFT race. So there you have it, George. There's AFT. You want to break it up and do music in between them? What do you think? Oh, most definitely. Rolling by the seat of our pants. Yeah, we got other stuff to listen to, for sure, man. Far out. Are you ready to hear some music? Heck yeah. <laughs> That wasn't very Any requests out there? That wasn't a very enthusiastic. Heck yeah. Oh, hello, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say anybody know how much time I've got 
time alone. It's coming out, it's coming out 
switch it over, man. You know, he's making noises down there. Mm-hmm. Clink. Ah, I'm having a good time. Yeah, sorry, right, yeah. I guess. I don't know. That's what I live for all week. <laughs> to be a fucking DJ with my angry friend. Yar. Uh, sh- all right, George, who was that? The shut the fuck up almost came out again. That was terrible. <laughs> um, that was uh, Clint Eastwood by the Gorillas. That song is 17 years old. came out in 2001. Huh. You ever hear the version of the song Leonard Skinner? Fucking tremendous. That's the, it's mm. a great punk rock song. The song did. before that was uh, Stone Temple Pilots, Big Bang Baby. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Big Bang. Big Bang. Uh, bang, bang. Big Bang. Big Bang. Bang, bang. Speaking of explosions, uh, how, any explosions on the track this week? <laughs> Not that I know of some glowing red discs, uh, rear disc brakes. They had some issues out there in Qatar. That was kind of tricky. Like glowing red. You should never see glowing red on motorcycles. That's not good. Motorcycles are bad. Yeah, it's, that was dangerous. Shouldn't see it on anything, but yeah, I saw it on cars this weekend. I was, I've been watching stuff on, I've been watching like Top Gear. Oh, that's a good show. <laughs> Love it. Good shit. <laughs> Did you catch the Daytona 200 this weekend? That was this weekend, huh? It was. That's right. They had, they had bike week last week, right? It was Saturday. Dude, I was so absorbed with cooking and fucking work and bullshit and just, yeah, it's been fucked, man. Uh, you know, they'll have the flat track on in a couple weeks on NBC. That's what they usually do is have a delay of like a month or something like that. So I will let you know when it is and we'll go find it on some bar somewhere in this town and watch it on TV. Mm. Just a thought. Okay. Just a thought. I'll give it a shot. You could try it, right? I mean, anything's good with a beer. I mean, yeah. So uh, the 77th running of the Daytona 200 went down Saturday in Florida. The uh, 200 marked the end of Speed Week and saw several winners of previous Daytona uh, compete against amateurs and pros alike. John Ashmead, 89, Daytona 200 winner, placed 18th and extended his mileage record to 4,533 miles. What what track are they on, man? Daytona, the big Daytona. Uh, They they use part of the oval, and then they go to an infield section. So they are cracking 100 and... They redid that track. It's got a crazy fucking pitch to it, doesn't it? Uh, it's it's like thirty three percent or something like that. It's it's insane. Oh yeah, you're flattened out by the the G's you're pulling through there. You know, because it's, it's on a gentle curve, right? Yes. Yeah. Wild be, shit. That's probably pretty cool, man. Uh, there's a picture of Kenny Roberts out there someplace. I have to put up on Facebook, but he's just like flat out on his YZR five hundred, and the thing's just squatting as it goes by at one hundred and eighty miles an hour. Fucking great shot. Great shot. Good shit. Yeah, you gotta love that shit. So Ashmead has rolled up 4,500 miles in 200 races, in the 200, Daytona 200 races. The guy's been out there for fucking ever. Uh, since 88, came in 18th. Uh, since, he was <laughs> a winner in 89. That's since the best 89. part of this. So he's tried to add to his total. He, won his, he won his rookie year? Uh, I don't know about that. No, he'd been yeah, racing right? for a while. So he's been racing decades, you know, what, 30, 35 years? Fuck. He's got to be 40. <laughs> 75-year-old John Ashmead. Uh, 2016 winner Michael Barnes had a strong uh, run this year until lap 24 when his R6's motor expired. Uh, pole sitter Frenchman Valentine DeBees led early until a crash put him out of the race. He was kind of pretty hard damaged on that. Had to get flown back to uh, France. I think a compression of the vertebra, third vertebrae or something. Anyway, uh, that left Danny Eslick to run away with the win, uh, which makes four victories at the 200 for Danny Eslick. Uh, 
Murray West would claim runner-up with Robert, uh, excuse me, Robertino Pieri uh, claiming third on the last lap from uh, just on the last lap from fourth place, Jeff May. Uh, Eslick took home 25 grand for his efforts. That's not bad, you know? 20 grand for second place, 15 for third. And uh, Jeff May just got squeezed out and stuck with 12.5. So if any of these guys owe you money, uh, good time to call them. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what were those names again? <laughs> uh, race paid all the way to 40th place, up to uh, 1300 bucks at the end there. But... Yeah, it was a good time. One of my friends raced out Daytona with his TZ250 way back in the day. Huh. Yeah, it was a good time. I mean, they started NASCAR out there, right? But they were on the sand out on the beach, weren't they? Uh, way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, not since. The Maybe. bikes have been on course since 61, and I think the cars went over in 59 to the uh, oval. Hmm. The tri-oval, as they like to call it down there. Hmm. So I got super cross, too, but I thought, what do you think? A little more music between them? Oh, you want to hear some more music? Yeah, I'm down with some tunes. How about you? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. I mean, you can just ramble on to the Gateway of the West, St. There's Louis. There's a couple oh, things I can't live without. Keeping you on the go, but I know 
me, I just say please Here to command the hip-hop land Kick it live with a box inside my hand I'm the leader of the show, keeping you on the go But I know I can't live without my radio Farmers Boulevard Yeah, you know that's where me and E hang out Cool out, you know what I'm saying? That's where the crib's at Sugar Ray, Speed Home, California. Is that who that was? That's exactly who that was. <coughs> yes. And before that, I had 
<laughs> LL Cool J. I can't live without my radio. That's from '85. Really? That's some vintage. <laughs> 30, 33 years old? Fuck. That was some shit, man. LL Cool J music is 33 years old. I'm pulling it out old. for you folks. Look wow. at me. Digging I'm, deep. I'm insane. Digging deep for the I'm, listeners. I'm going like crazy. Like It's like out of control crazy. And if you know where to get us on mutinyradio.fm, you get us for free. And uh, we're always happy for a donation. But if you want to pay for the FTW show, we have actually made it onto iTunes. Crazy, huh? right? One of the guys on the station made this all happen. I was at the station meeting a couple weeks ago. Have you checked it? Uh, I don't know how to do iTunes. I'm kind of uh, not that guy. <laughs> anyway, they put together a, a, a package where it's on the air and uh, available. and could be, uh, I suppose, purchased. I don't know. Maybe we're under the freebie uh, bargain counter. But Mutiny Radio is in uh, on iTunes. So it, ultimately, their whole catalog is available there. What? All the way back to the Wild Bill and Pole days and Michelle and the really? whole... Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I believe yeah. the whole list should be on there. I don't know. Maybe it's just only the well, most recent Well, if not, shows. you can go to the mutinyradio.fm. The more important, the more modern times Download each one separate. It won't upload it automatically, but you can still get them and you can, uh, you can download them yourself. Hmm. I keep them on my phone. They're actually in my lineup on my... Uh... <laughs> right <laughs> off Mutiny, right? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I'll just I'll pull up the show during like the next day or something like if I'm not working I'll be at home like doing dishes or something so I'll pull up the show and play it on my phone and as I'm playing it I'll download it at the same time it takes like five ten minutes something like that because I got slow slow internet but whatever mm-hmm. Wi-Fi boom yeah. boom bada bang boom then it's in the phone and it goes right into my playlist so like fucking I'll have my playlist on fucking on a on uh, what's that one you know with the arrows crossing each other instead of going in a circle <laughs> <laughs> oh arrow thingy guy <laughs> I lost the word for I'm, I'm that guy trust me with computers I am not the computer guru of the of half of so the it mixes show. up all your tunes right so but I can't answer the phone if you want to call us 415-550-0511 no actually you can't it took you two tries to get Gail on the phone last week when it was ringing <laughs> And then you talk to her, and you <laughs> we had a nice chat. And then I was like time five for minutes, to go. you're like, oh, I got, I got to get back on the air. I got to go. Bye, Gail. <laughs> she'll just keep talking. Oh, you, you do have to cut her off eventually. She, she's, she's a lovely she's, lady, but she thinks she's on the radio. I, I yeah. Oh yeah, she she's she's completely overgored. She should have gone to St. Louis this week. Is what she should have done. I think she's probably drinking two or three bottles of wine a day. I mean, she's probably a lot of fun, honestly. I'm sure she's a sweet lady, but yeah. Hell yeah. I told her, come on down to the station. She lives in San Francisco. Yeah, she is in the neighborhood. You can have your own show, Pam. She doesn't even listen to the station. She got the number from somebody, so now she calls it all the time. She'd probably be afraid of the internet that the government is listening. She's one of those deeply mistrusting with the government. Which I can't blame her on that one. No, we've talked about this just recently. Some of the older shows, dude, because Paul got into it with her at one point, because she was talking about something, and he was like, so do you ride a motorcycle? And she's like... Oh no! I saw a guy one time. He was. <laughs> I guess he like, slid, slid out and he smacked into the curb and it cracked his head open or something before Ooh. the helmet laws or some shit. And she's like, "Yeah, I wouldn't get on one of those things." And he's like, "You realize you're calling it a motorcycle show, right?" <laughs> <laughs> we're tracking your address as we speak. <laughs> so from then on, Paul would nits. He was like, "No, we're not. We're not taking calls. You'd start rattling off. Here we are, five five zero. Here five one one. And he's like. Shh. 
We're not answering the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Well, that's great. It must have been during my absence. Uh, so uh, uh, Supercross went down this weekend. St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, there's more? Oh, you kidding? I could go on all fucking night. Well, it is only like 9.09. This is when the race report usually starts. I'm, I hope you got some race report for us. Oh, man. I can wax poetic for a while, pal. The gateway to the West, St. Louis. <laughs> poetic. St. Louis <laughs> played host to the Supercross Saturday. A packed house greeted competitors to a St. Paddy's Day race. And 450 action points leader Jason Anderson uh, jumped his Husqvarna to a quick start, but could only watch as the Green Cowie, the Green Cowie of Eli Toback motored away. Eli Toback was on fucking fire the other night. Uh, was he? St. Pat must have thrown some golden luck Eli's way uh, because he left everyone. I mean, fucking everyone. Um, they're timing it out now. I think it's a 20 minute race or something like that. So by the eight minute mark, he was 10 seconds ahead and he ended up winning by over 20 seconds. And that's an eternity in a motocross race. It, dude's badass. Fucking A, man. He seconds. was on fucking fire. Uh, Jason Anderson uh, rode his Husky to second, uh, which is fine with him because he does have the points lead and he's leading substantially. Uh, Mar- Marvin Moosequin rounded out the podium. Uh, last week's winner, Justin Brayton, collected fourth. Anderson added two points to his lead to now over 42 points over Mooskwin. Yep. 246 points. He's pretty much got the thing wrapped. Well, I wouldn't say wrapped up, but he's got a very comfortable lead. It's looking good for Jason Anderson. Uh, 250 action. Husky rider Zach Osborne leaped to an early lead, but Austin Forkner jumped a quad and led by lap laps one completion. Uh, his lead would not last as he dropped his bike and resumed, ended up in fifth place. Uh, Fork, as his buddies call him, Forkner, uh, Fork would also go down with another rider and finish sixth. Osborne would go on to the win with Jeremy Martin on a Honda uh, second place and Jordan Smith on a KTM third. Lovely, isn't it? <laughs> it? Makes me think there's like palm trees around I'm the corner. So, I'm is this still herb? Like, I'm so like, de- oh yeah. Is this herb? Wow, you're on the groove, bro. Give it to go. You got fire. <laughs> I'm so like on a beach somewhere, fucking barefoot, dancing in club, drunk, dude, suntan. Jorge, Jorge. My closet consists of three swimsuits. Jorge by the sea. <laughs> I would come visit you and, and like wait for dark because my pasty white skin sunburns. But if there's palm trees, one of those straw hats I make myself every fucking week. I make a new one. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a Jimmy Buffett commercial or something. That sounds great. I'm feeling all good about this, man. Awesome. Yeah, this her album. This is called Freight Train Joe. <laughs> Some of the racing looked like a free trade I out there. I make this shit up. <laughs> um, takeaways from St. Louis Supercross. Uh, 450, Jason Anderson's got the best chance. Uh, Marvin Moosequin will take runner-up, barring any bad luck uh, between those two. 250 East, uh, Zach Osborne is back on track as he defends his number one plate. He's now got an eight-point lead over uh, Forkner. So looking good for him. So that is St. Louis. Now, next we have MotoGP, and I th- we might want to just really go into a song or two before I really dive deep and go crazy you on wanna, that one. You want to go there? You want to go I th- there? I think so. I think so. We're rolling good with the music. It kind of breaks up the whole, you know, not all the tuners tune out. You know, well, both of them don't tune out at once. You know, it's kind of good that way. We can track you. We can see who's listening right now. Okay, not really. I heard we should get like 800 hits a month, though. I was kind of surprised by that. So, hey, maybe we'll get like, I don't know. 
804 this month. Wouldn't that be hot? We're get like thousands. Thousands. It's going to be insane. We're going to be rich and famous. It's going to be insane. No such thing as insane. You don't even know. You think you know, but you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Try me. <laughs>
Yowza. Yowza's right, man. That was Helmet, dude. Fuck yeah, it was. Oh, my fucking Helmet, dude. <laughs> exactly what you wanted. Jump Before off. that was the new American wave of fucking Dropkick Murphys. Really? Yes. Good shit, bro. Yeah, it was kind of lively. I didn't know we were going to have much more than that, so I was kind of ready to end the show right there, but we still got some time. You still got some report. I got lots of reporting to do. Yet. What? Oh, yes. Yeah. It was the big weekend that begins with MotoGP start of their season. That's huge for a lot of us motorcycle fan racing, and uh, it proved to be a very good race. Uh, it was a great time out there. Uh, the Qatar. 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 Uh, circuit, uh, ha- Los Sal circuit is uh, located in Qatar. And uh, it was a roasty toasty 87 degrees. Uh, it wasn't that uh, hot as expe- I expected it. But anyway, they were the, cir- uh, the, the big, the uh, main race under the lights. But uh, the earlier races, uh, Moto 3 uh, took off late afternoon with the sun still up. Uh, that kicked off uh, the race competition in the desert that this weekend. Uh, Jorge Martin whole shotted the pack and started to pull a seven bike lead early. Uh, he was able to hold off other riders for a while as slipstreaming is key in the small bike classes uh aaron Kinnett was able to move close to martin and make it a two-man race with a seven rider battle for third if you've ever watched one of these races it is a bumblebee pack out there constantly drafting back and forth it's been that way for decades and it's great shit to check out uh you can open a walmart between the lead duo and the rest of the pack that was kind of surprising these guys get that far ahead uh it all came down to the last lap and aaron Kinnett could not slipstream jorge martin and settled for second place uh Lorenzo, uh, that left Eric Kinnett for second, uh, uh, and Lorenzo Dallaporta would round out the podium there. Uh, John McPhee and Ania Bastiani both crashed out. They were both uh, title contender, uh, contenders last year. Um, top four riders all on Hondas. So that was Moto3. Moto2. Uh, Moto3. What's the difference between Moto3 and Moto2? Moto3 is just a line of 300cc twins, and Moto2 is 600 four cylinders at the moment, and they're all Hondas. They're sealed. You're given a Honda motor, it's supposed to be sealed, and you race. I think there's like five motors for the season or something like that, but uh, everybody has a Honda motor in the 600 class, or the, uh, the Moto2 class. They yeah. are. They get five motors for the for the season. Yeah. Is it like an invite only, or can anybody just say, "Hey, give me some engines"? Uh oh, uh, they're they're looking for manufacturers. Like uh, I think Kalex makes a bike. There's a bunch of different manufacturers that came out with uh, different ideas, but it's all just turned into twin spar frames. Uh, you know, nothing radical. All, they're all telescopic forks. Uh, there might be a single sided swing arm out there, but for the most part pretty standard you know stuff what most of the manufacturers sell but race only you know so it's really lightweight you know right carbon fiber where they can there's some cool shit out so there. so it's all chain drive or are they doing any uh shaft drives or nah shaft drive eats up a little bit of horsepower so that everything's chain so they all run like big bikes used to run like 630s like your harley would probably run a 630 on the street if it was chain drive um if you had a 750 or bigger bike you had a 630 what did I just say? 630. So now they run 520 chains and they eat up chains faster, but they're lighter chains and you get aluminum sprockets and everything's like really lightweight. So, hmm. but it's a strong enough chain to handle a 600 or even a 1000 these days, you know? So at least yeah. for a couple, a race or two. 530, I think that's what I got on the XR. <laughs> oh, is that right? It's a good size chain. Yeah. 
Yeah, 520 is even a little bit smaller than that. Yeah. So, what do you got on your dirt bike? Uh, I believe that's a 530. Yeah, there you go. I ride a dirt bike. I just replaced that a couple <laughs> years ago. Uh, you haven't I, had it a couple years, have you? I have. How many times I have. have you I got rid it? of the 500. Um, I got out four times last year. Fuck, I'm embarrassed. You should be. But I need to get out. I need. I need to go out for a ride. I, I'm. I'm due. But I need to do some work on the beast. But anyway, uh, Dusks was setting in. As Alex Marquez had a great view of Francesca Bagnaya uh, with Lorenzo Baldassari uh, giving chase. Uh, Marquez gave chase to those guys. Wow, I fucked that up. Uh, Bagnaya was uh, led the whole thing until the last lap when Baldessari briefly led uh, Bagnaya retook the lead and uh, the 25 points to start the 2018 season, Moto2 season. Uh, Marquez survived running wine to take third. Uh, his rear disc was glowing red as he rode with only his front brakes. So he ran wide, was able to hold on to third place and then finished the race with only front brakes. And, you know, it used to be that's all you used, but now people use the rear brake to keep you from pitching more forward. It, it affects the handling of the bike. Right. So anyway, cool huh. shit out there. American Joe Roberts was 25th in the race. So are, they, are they sliding around out there too? Oh yeah. They're sliding everywhere. So you need there. the rear brake to like tap it, to get it sideways and then gas in it. Right. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. That's uh, uh, a huge part of uh, road racing these days. Is right. The whole tap it and slide it into basically, the corner. Basically drifting it. Yeah, initiate, yeah, initiate the drift into the corner and then ride and then the drift out. Gas the fuck out of it. Do you, yep, exactly. A little smoke coming off there and just drive <laughs> the fans nuts. Yeah. That's it, bro. Right? If they see, see what they're really seeing. It's all about you your know? people, man. I mean, you might win over a couple today. Fuck yeah. Pulling that kind of shit. Hell yeah. Dude, they're always mobbing me for signatures when I road raced AFM. Okay, never, but <laughs> it was still a great time out there, you know? <laughs> now, under the bright lights at the LaSalle circuit, <laughs> Johan Zarco, before I get my ass kicked, uh, showed how a pole center glory, should start. Glory days. I, I used to. Back in the glory days. <laughs> I, well, you don't have them lined up on your little uh, mountain bike course out there on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> here tried. he comes! Here he comes! <laughs> they ring. They ring cowbells while you drive by. You know, I do get. Uh, well, well, Gail comes out and uh, a they, few others. They, they have those, what was that, the, the, uh, the what was that? The soccer fucking game they had in Africa. And they had those fucking bassoons or whatever they were blowing the fucking big horns that oh the Sousa horns the Sousas oh those things are horrible that Rawr. sounds like something your fans would, would have just an irritating <laughs> only if your fans were close and enough probably wearing a football helmet flying down the hill uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to the bar afterwards <laughs> Big chunk of fresh. I would have been a great famous person. You kidding? It would have been great. Grass stuffed in your fucking helmet. <laughs> I went down, but the helmet saved me. <laughs> I'm going to give it away later. I might auction it. You never know. You never can tell. Uh, you know who you can tell is Johan Zarco. Uh, he showed how a pole sitter should start by shrieking away from the front and taking the lead that Mark Marquez would briefly hold for three corners. Uh, Zarco held a nice lead until lap 17. So this guy like took pole position, right? Fucking very good. Uh, had a great year last year, still in a satellite, you know, Yamaha this year. Um, uh, his uh, tires started going on lap 17 and that's when Johan went backwards through the pack. Uh, Mark Marquez 
constantly badgered Zarco. And next he was Andre Divizioso, who slowly made his, made his way up through uh, the, the pack, uh, saving his tires. And Marquez was quite impetuous in chasing the boys down and sliding everywhere. So ended up with Divizioso in front on the Ducati with Mark Marquez on his Honda chasing him. Uh, and third was Rossi, uh, who had briefly led earlier... Um, but was content to uh, run third. Uh, Zarco slid back uh, third, fourth, fifth, and eventually I think he took, where was he, sixth? No. Uh, faded to fourth before resuming the lead challenge with Dovi and Marquez. Oh, Valentino Rossi was an early challenger to, uh, to Zarco, but faded to fourth before resuming the lead challenge challenge with Dovi Marquez. Uh, in the end, the man who could sit, who could serve tires, showed patience at poise under Divizioso, held off a late charge from Mark Marquez to take the checkers. Uh, Marquez would take second, Rossi would claim third, Cal Crutchlow fourth, and Daniello Petrucci fifth. So that was the race. I don't think I butchered that too bad this week. Uh, but great racing out there. It was under the lights for the, uh, uh, the the night race there, for the big race there. 350 kilometers down the main straight. That works out to like two, five, two ten, someplace in there. They're fucking boogieing down the straight. It's fucking good shit, George. It's no joke, man. Um, straight up. Uh, why is it, just some MotoGP notes here. Why isn't Johan Zarco on a factory Yamaha? This one's killing me. This guy was like out qualifying the regular Yamaha uh, factory bikes, and it just ain't happening. Uh, he, he he was just fucking badass. It's business. He's, he's doing it on a Yamaha, right? He is, but he's a satellite rider. So he's like, right. they should not be winning races. The main factory Yamaha bike should be winning. Should be. It's kind of an embarrassment for Yamaha not to it be winning. It kind of is. Well, why isn't Honda grabbing this kid up and saying, hey, you should race with us? Maybe he's only riding the Yamahas. He's kicking ass. He's still putting Yamaha on the fucking, on the fucking leaderboard, right? He is. There you go. He why do we, why we got to pay this kid? He's doing it for us. Uh, I, he's running a deal. Ducati dominated practice, Petrucci and Divizioso. Uh, not so much with Lorenzo, but those guys were constantly one, two, three, or four. And uh, for quite a while, it was Ducati's three out of the top four. And then uh, Zarco comes along and scoots and, and takes the pole position. Fucking badass guy. Uh, Danilo Petrucci, another guy that should be on a full factory ride, had a great ride for Ducati, and then faded in the race. That was a, a shame to see that we happen. Should, we should look into raising funds for that guy so he can be an independent. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a, <laughs> a valiant effort, but. Why not? Uh, I think we ought to raise ourselves for the like FTW fucking the FTW, FTW sponsor. Put a big FTW Bro, we his back. <laughs> can't give you much money. How about I take you out for beers and buy a joint? I don't know. <laughs> I can paint your fairings for you and put a big FTW on the side. <laughs> okay, it's all stickers put together, but we do need to get some FTW stickers going. Uh, Jorge Lorenzo's weekend uh, was a weekend to forget with a crash halfway through the race. He lost his brakes altogether. So it was fortunate he wasn't going 300 clicks. He was only going like uh, 180 clicks. That's like 100, 120. So he was able to take it out into the desert someplace and just dump it in the gravel. So... But scary moment for him, losing your brakes altogether. That's not a good thing. What gear was he in at, at that speed? Probably fourth. Yeah, downshift. Uh, you can only uh, do that so much. You know, you, yeah. eventually you got to ditch he it. dragging his feet? Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> I'd be doing that. I, I did that once. It was, didn't work very well. Dude, I had a bike when I was a kid. I used to ride a BMX bike to school every day. And fucking, I built this bike up myself. And at the time, the popular thing was freewheel fucking... Because before, uh, when I was a kid, 
coaster most, brakes. Most bikes had coaster brakes. Yep. And then they came out the free wheels on the BMX, right? And you had to put fucking hand brakes on the fucking thing. Yep. You'd fly with a fucking free... Free wheels, yeah, they, they rolled pretty good. So I had Skyway Toughs, man. But I had a frame, I had a mongoose frame that was from 76 or something, which they didn't have handbrakes back then. So it didn't have a mount for the handbrake, but it had a little clip for the fucking coaster brake, right? Yeah. So I didn't have any brakes. <laughs> My neighbor had so that. It didn't work well sometimes. San Francisco's got a lot of hills. Yeah, there, was, there was a couple of close calls, but fucking, you know, back then, you know, they knew kids were riding around the streets like little assholes anyhow. So people were looking out more and they weren't driving like dicks to begin with, I don't think. Or not as bad. I did get hit on that bike one time. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in so, next week for George's. So yeah, no, I used to just bronco, dark the, tales from bronco the curb, you know, at top speed. Uh, every block I'd like switch over to another block and just like you hit the flats and then you go down a block as fast as as fast as fuck or a couple blocks and then cut in and I bunny bunny hop and like do a power slide across somebody's front lawn and then fucking <laughs> jump back on the street a regular Bart Simpson dude it was fucking outstanding <laughs> in hindsight I should have been dead a long time ago but, but man oh. it, was, it was a thrill fucking hitting an intersection at fucking top speed with no brakes man uh, you know, interesting you bring this up because I was working out by Evans Street the other day and I kept hearing this like, Shoo! and it was the kids coming down from the projects and jumping on bikes. And there was a big hill at an intersection. They'd go flying down the hill and they'd rub their, what, their foot against the forks and kind of yeah, jam get, it in there. Between the forks and, and the then he'd tire. let off and like, like, away they'd go. It was a big hill. You'd boogie down it. Out by the post office. Yeah, so you stick your, you stick your foot between the, the tire and the, and the forks and behind it and it sucks your foot into the fucking forks yeah exactly and then your foot dragging on the tire slows you down yeah my neighbor did that it's like you can have it pal yeah i did that too <laughs> i've done that <laughs> george's been there it was more fun to power slide across somebody's lawn <laughs> <laughs> i believe that i believe that Just pitch that thing sideways and go like 25 feet through some nice because i live in a foggy neighborhood it's always a little moist. Oh, fucking ideal. Always. Slip sliding, bro. That was a, I still got that bike. Do you really? Goddamn right I do. Fuck yeah. Um, you can't have it. No? Uh, <laughs> Magic bus. So let's see here. Oh, yeah, that. So, uh, what's his name? Pedrosa. Uh, what is Pedrosa's name? First name. I cannot think of it at the moment. Let's just uh, call him Pedro Pedrosa. Mr. Pedrosa. It was his 200th MotoGP appearance of... Pretty good racer, lots of uh, runner-ups, but just a perennial runner-up guy never won the title. Let's see what happens with that guy this year. Uh, uh, Danny Pedrosa had a day to forget with uh, seventh place. Oh, that Danny Pedrosa. There you go. Uh, Marco Franco Morbidelli's first MotoGP race. He's just moved up from Moto2, gave him a 12th place. And also Tom Luthi from Moto2 uh, moved up MotoGP, took 16th place. Uh, AFM kicked off their season in uh, Button Willow and saw, uh, let's see, Andrew Lee uh, claim victory uh, in Formula Pacific with Bryce Prince runner-up and Corey Call rounding out the podium. Uh, that's it for race action with Calendar World Superbike. We have Thailand next weekend, March 24th to 25th. Supercross moves to Indianapolis next weekend, March 24th. Moto America. You know, this, this whole Thailand April race, 15th. this whole Thailand race with the pre-inspection and all that kind of shit that we've been talking about for like six weeks now. <laughs> I haven't heard about any of the races anywhere with so much going on. Oh, they're going to be there next week. It's like, well, they're testing. I'm trying to bait the audience. Yeah, they were, to trying, get they were testing. The, they were testing the track. 
Oh, no, they're testing their bikes, you fool. But, yeah, but they went to Thailand to test their bikes. Well, because that's where the racetrack was. Their, their next, For the race. Their second race, yes. Yeah. They so, race where, they, where are they going after, before that? Where are they going next week? They're going to Thailand. All right, week after that's that. That's where World Superbike, that's who week was testing that. it. Uh, they don't race that next weekend. I'm not sure where they go after that. Right, because we haven't heard about all the testing they're doing on the tracks or any of that bullshit. It's like Thailand's fucking coming up all the time. Because I haven't told you. That's what it is. Maybe I'm withholding information, George. Maybe when you punch... When Your you, brain when can you, only handle maybe so you, much. Maybe when you pull up Google, Thailand comes right up. I don't know what to think of that. <laughs> 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 this sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. Oh, the things you could think. Actually, his name was Soyce. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't sound like Mother Goose, though, so there you go. Moto America will be in Road Atlanta opening their season uh, tax day April but 15th. wait, there's more. <laughs> Moto GP moves its <laughs> traveling roadshow to Argentina April 8th. George. Argentina, are they, testing George. are they testing the track anytime soon? I would love to hear about it, wouldn't I you? I sure hope so. <laughs> you sarcastic prick. Better give it as AFM much heads over Thailand. to Button Willow April 14th and 15th for a tax day special weekend as well are those have those guys been in thailand the whole time like five weeks they've been like hanging out there like hey we're testing the track <laughs> <Testing them. laughs> yeah they just hang out there all the time we're doing testing shut up eh <laughs> <laughs> forgot about us. who's asking <laughs> is that it for the race report that's a race report. I've given up. Yeah, you stuck you stuck a mouthful <laughs> of chocolate. You stuck a mouthful of chocolate bar in your mouth. It's like is it over? Did you say that's it? <laughs> it's over, George. I just can't do it anymore. Great race report. <laughs> Man. <laughs> All handwritten. <laughs> can't wait to hear about Thailand next week. <laughs> <laughs> If you're lucky, I'll invite you over to watch it. Oh, joy. Wouldn't that be a <laughs> I can't wait. Shiny
And we're back. Hey, and we're back. That was uh, that was President of the United States of America. I, I kind of opened the show with uh, with the same song, but it was Let's Rock, right? And uh, this is their other end of that. It's a little longer than the first one. Before that was uh, Book 41. Ends. Bookends, one might say. Crazy Amanda Bunkface. And we started that out with Hagfish, in a song by the name of Bullet. Actually, that's kind of a cool tune. Bullet. Bullet. Like the whiskey. Kind of like bullshit, but without the shh. Shh. That you're so used to. <laughs> some are adept, some are not. Shh. <laughs> I don't know how the guys that work do it without me when I'm not there. <laughs> Squishy. I sure wish he was here right I sure wish he was here right now. <laughs> Where's Squitchy? <laughs> Senior Squitchy. Squitcherino. <laughs> Vinny Squitcherino. Oh, That's a good radio name. What do you think, huh? I like Squitchy. It's the Vinny and Vinny show. Which Vinny are it's you the George? It's the George and Squitchy show. The George, <laughs> George and Vinny. George it's kind of like show. Ren and Stimpy. But hey, uh, you want to buy a car? I got some watches too. <laughs> I said that to this one kid I worked with. I was out in the middle of nowhere, and uh, the kid was just like a fast talker, like hillbilly kid. And I go, dude, if you're from the big city, you'd be selling TVs off of the back of a truck. And the other guys are howling. And he's like, what's that supposed to mean? I was like, oh, you've never seen this, have you? The whole pickup guy rolls up with, oh, dude, I got TVs for sale. You got to get some speakers, whatever. Yeah. One of my favorite stories of that was the guy that bought the VCR, and it was a couple bricks inside. So he told me the mistake of telling his landlady about it right so it goes out and drowns a sorrow sorrows and he comes back and on the porch is a, a brick with a note wrapped around it and it says here's a new vcr tape to play in your new vcr <laughs> kick them in the teeth when they're down that's how you know their family oh dude well it was his landlady <laughs> but nonetheless yeah but obviously she thought of him as family <laughs> enough to fucking rail on yeah, that that's something i would say to my family yeah definitely <laughs> hey look i got you <laughs> actually I'd probably give him a handful of rocks look, there's my whole library here's some mortar <laughs> go crazy <laughs> they go build right, yourself what they go right in the vcr <laughs> <laughs> Smooth playing bricks. Mm. Mm, this is a good one. Uh, <laughs> Try this one. Uh, Try this one first. <laughs> it's about Masons. <laughs> Man. Cool. Right on. Good show tonight, George. That's something I was going to ask you about. We had a couple, almost had a couple guests on. We should mention Spark because they kick ass. Oh, yeah. Spark Dispensary for all your marijuana needs. Not all, but... Well, a good portion of your marijuana yeah. needs. Check them out. S-P-A-R-C. All, all, all your legal marijuana needs. And if you're in the mood for a beverage, stop by Bender's. 19th and South NS. Bender's is good. Bender's is a cool spot. You know, I was looking through the... Good burgers. I had a burger over there, I think, this weekend, was it? Anyway, yeah, good food. Good shit. We like vendors. That must have been after the after all the whiskey, yeah. The, 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 uh, there's a lot of gaps in there. Yeah, there. They, there could have been a fucking lump of dog shit in there, and you would have missed like, oh, a good burger. Come on, I got better taste than you that. Were you were hammered, monster. You were hammered. <laughs> Maybe you would have noticed a piece of shit, but you wouldn't remember it now because I'm not exactly a gourmet <laughs> diner. But I, yeah, please. dude, whiskey is evil. It is a wicked, Stay wicked vehicle. If, if if you're riding the whiskey train. 
I can attain to it. If you're going to have whiskey, have a glass, sip it, enjoy it. It's a and great then, at home thing. And then switch thing. to beer. Yeah, it, it's a great at home thing. It's a great one not to... Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's for sipping and like not doing shot after shot after shot after shot after... Ugh. Yeah. Eesh. That's a great way to turn it into a train wreck. But maybe our FTW, FTW listeners are into shot after Some shot. People, and, and they listen to the show that we actually semi-condone it or maybe not condone it. Yeah, well, Jim... We're enthusiastic for you about that. There's, I know. I got plenty of friends that think Jim Beam is kind of high-end, so... <laughs> I know somebody enjoyed his Jim Beam. I watched him get a DUI once. It was pretty wild. Ah, that's terrible. Yeah. It was a pretty yeah, sad that's, story. That's neither here nor there. That's something to think about, though. So, mm. you guys, if you're going to go out and ride, be safe. If you're going to drink whiskey, <laughs> ride's probably a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're squitchy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, who else should we mention? We should mention Meteor Motorbikes. I've been meaning to call Michelle and say what's up. Oh, yeah, Michelle over at Meteor Motorship, Motorbikes. I freaking love her. And Rob. Good people. Yeah. They I never met Rob. You haven't met Rob? I've met Rob a few times, man. Really? Rob's good people. Dude, Rob rocks. Rob right fucking rules, dude. And his band kicks ass, too. Badass. Yes. Good man, Rob. We should give her a call next week. Do a phone interview, but like sneak attack phone interview. <laughs> sneak that's attack. What you, can, that's what you can start doing. We might be on the air. We might not. Hey, you can, you can sneak do. attack. <laughs> I'm standing outside your bedroom you right do, now. Are you inside? You, you can do crank calls. You're, you're so anxious oh to, to touch the phone. <laughs> Try and find Gail's number. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the best? Reverse it on her? Maybe not. Oh, thanks. Radio Silas. That's my partner. <laughs> You brought it on yourself. Oh, uh, no. That was a, fu- was a funny shit. used to it by I'm, now, man. I'm working at the room here, and you're just a, just a tough room, George. How about low-down barbecue? How about them? <laughs> <laughs> Give them a call if they're still a number. Uh, <laughs> I think that's about it. George is Steve Productions. He's George Stevens, and I'm Stephen St. George, and this has been our show. Hey, y'all hold my beer. Hey.
Fuck the world. Fuck the world. My friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pam Oh shit, alright, cool. Miles. Every Friday. So we'll get started in about five minutes. Happy hour open mic. I am a subscriber on Podkicker because I'm an Android guy. It's a great Can't fuck with Tim game. Cook. They have a fun um, fantastic. I don't know if anyone listens to this shit live. I know like 10,000 people a week listen to Pam show that comes after. So look around you. Awesome. About to get started. Laughing off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skin Gear. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the blue strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join the GreenArmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks 
hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Yo. All right. Can you can you help me out again? You've helped me so much. Pretty lady in the back. Can we, can we cut the music? Grocery, a worker owned can we cut the music? Food cooperative located Is that possible? 45 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say. Oh, man. All right, let's get this motherfucker started. We're going to start with some crowd work. This would be a better show if. Shout it out. The host was here. Drink here. Make some noise for Serene! Do the people on air even know this is a mic? What the fuck? This is a tight operation. I was at least expecting 30 seconds of crowd work. Some kind of something. You didn't hear any of that, did you? Yeah, fuck that guy. Okay, anyways, uh, I'm just kidding. He's cool. Um, cool. All right, let's talk about it. So, uh, I'm broke. I don't know. Are you guys broke? Because, uh, okay, we get it. You do a successful job in the daytime, 9 to 5, went to Cal Berkeley, and you're buff. Okay, I need to work out. Okay, uh, <laughs> fucking, yeah, no, I'm broke. And I mean broke, okay, not poor. There's a big difference. Because broke is when the napkins at McDonald's are thicker than your toilet paper. Okay, and then, and poor is when the napkins at McDonald's are your toilet paper. And you shit in the to-go bag. Okay, big difference. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm broke. And I, I found out recently that 99 cent tacos from Jack in the Box have no nutritional value. They just hold space in your stomach long enough for you to go job hunting. <laughs> Cardboard with sriracha works just as good. Um, and I live in a very illegal housing situation at the moment in an attic. Uh, the family downstairs hasn't noticed yet, so it's chill. Uh, <laughs> and I, I just like... Um, I live with like a... a Ted. 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 How high Ted, Ted, you say we were supposed to suppose. How high Ted, you say we were supposed to count to. Sorry, look at that and say, you better count to one.
Welcome back to MutinyRadio.fm. You're listening to Friends with Jenna Fitz this wonderful St. Patrick's Day 2018. Hope you guys are in the mood. I've got some Celtic music for you. Get you in for your parties today. I've got some announcements of some things you can go out and enjoy. Meanwhile, let's listen to the Irish Rover. Right now we are rehearsing for a very swell affair. The 
annual celebration of the gentry will be there. When General Grant to Ireland came, he took me by the hand. He says, I never saw the likes of McNamara's band. All the drums go bang and the cymbals clang, the horns they blaze away. McCarty pumps the old bassoon while I the pipes we play. And Hennessy, Tennessee, Toodles, the flute, the music is something grand. A credit to our island is McNamara's band. In a neat little town, they can't bear fast. Apprentice to trade, I was bound. And as many easy hours, sweet happiness, I spent in that neat little town.
Now we kick it off here at Mutiny Radio FM here with Friends with Jennifer's. I am your host, Janeros, today for St. Patrick's Day. I hope you're enjoying the tunes. I've got a few more for you. In the meantime, I hope you're listening because we've got so many events coming up. It'd be a shame for you to miss them. So in the spirit, may the road rise up to meet your feet. And I will be here all day, two to four. Friends with Jennifer's. You can call in today at 415-550-0511. And if you'd like to stop by, I'm here at 2781 21st Street and Florida Street. Here in San Francisco on a sunny, sunny day. Enjoy.
the pipes are calling From glen to glen And down the mountainside The summer's gone And all the leaves are falling Tis you, tis you Must go and I must bide But come ye back When summer's in the meadows Or when the valley's Hushed and white with snow Tis I'll be It wouldn't be St. Patrick's Day with the old Danny boy. I have so many things to announce to you, but I hope you're looking at the time. It's uh, approaching 2.30, and if you're looking for something festive, please look no further than the Saturday, March 17th, 2018, Valley Largest Pub Crawl Lucky Fest, presented by Chris Ricky in Modesto. There's 25 pubs built from the ground up for one day only. Downtown Modesto, entrance at 11th Street and L Street, gate open at 3 p.m. If you're looking for tickets, you can find them. You really do not need a pot of gold to go to www.luckyfestmodesto.com or Boyette Petroleum Locations. 
This is an annual festival. It brings everybody out for a good time. And I hope, again, nobody's feeding you a Blarney Stone that, you know, you need a sanitary wipe for. Just get out there and have a good old-fashioned time this St. Patty's Day. Again, that is Lucky Fest. Modesto.com for tickets. Gates open 3, a, 3 p.m. And you can check the entrance there over at 11th Street and L Street. Bringing you some more tunes today from mutinyradio.fm. Remember to hit that donate button as you come and join us for mutinyradio.fm shows, including mine, 2 to 4, Friends with Jennifer's. May the luck of the Irish be with you. Oh, Biddy, she says you're wrong, I'm sure. Biddy gave her a belt in the gob and left her sprawling on the floor. Then the war did soon engage. Twas woman to woman and man to man. Shillelagh Law was all the rage and row and row to see me get over. My darling, I'll dance to your heart, no help the boy. Try to shake, fall into that tail, lots of fun and fitting in the way. Then Mickey Maloney ducked his head When a noggin of whiskey flew at him It missed and landed on the bed The whiskey scattered over Tim By God he revived, see how he rises Timothy's rising from the bed Crying while the world around like blazes Thunder and blazing and Dick was dead It worked for Bernardo, death to your heart Go up the boy, you're trying to shake Was it in the truth? I tell you lots of fun and pity and wake now Clancy was a peaceful man if you know what I mean the cops picked up the pieces after Clancy left the scene. He never looked for trouble, that's a fact you can assume. But nevertheless, when trouble would press, Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, they Clancy! Oh, they Clancy! Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom. Was a fighting man, they all knew he was tough. He strutted around the neighborhood, just shooting off his guff. He picked a fight with Clancy, then and there he sealed his doom. Before he could shout, Holy, oh, look out! Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, the Clancy! Oh, the Clancy! Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom. He left the barber shop with tonic on his hair. He walked into the pool room and he met O'Reilly there. O'Reilly said, For goodness sakes, now do I smell perfume? Before you could stack your cue in the rack, Clancy Lord of Boom. Oh, the Clancy! Oh, the Clancy! Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy Lord of Boom. Walked into the bar and ordered up a round He left his drink to telephone and Clancy drank it down Mulroney said, who drunk me drink? I'll lay him in his tomb Before he could pat the top of your hat Clancy lowered the boom Oh, the Clancy! Oh, the Clancy! Whenever they got his Irish up Clancy lowered the boom A hand delivered ice to Mrs. Clancy's flat 